0: Hey there, everybody. This is Mike Booch, co-host of the Politipop podcast. Hold on a second. What the fuck is going on with this? Ah, blah, blah. Okay, there we go. <clears throat> hey there, this is Mike Booch, co-host of the Politipop podcast, the podcast where we read between the lines of your favorite pop culture media and discuss the social and political themes within, more so it's our favorite pop culture media and discussing the social and political themes within and I am back with another mini review for Disney plus's streaming series Loki and uh, I'm gonna be reviewing episode 5 Journey into mystery and uh, or as I like to call it Fortnite. The, the show, <laughs> you know, we have a storm that's coming in to grab everybody. Everybody has their own custom costumes and it's a battle royale as, as people are, are trying to, you know, get resources and take each other out in order to, in order to thrive and survive. Uh, but, uh, but wow, what a fun episode, a- at least for me it was. I know they may not always have the best execution with certain things, but I, I just really am falling in love with the themes of this show. Uh, probably uh, very personally painted by my, you know, by my own uh, struggles that I've gone through and, and 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 am actively going through as well. Uh, but uh, listen to one of the one of the full Politipop podcast episodes. If that's if that's what you want to listen to, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk a bit about uh, about about this episode. And for those of you who, for some reason, decided to listen to this episode before listening to the other mini reviews. Uh, I guess I'll let you know that you know these mini reviews are a little bit less dense than our full-length episodes. And uh, myself, and my co-host Ty, we actually record our reviews separately, so we don't let the other person know what our thoughts on the on the on the episode were. We just put it on to out into the podcast, and then we can discuss afterwards. So he doesn't hear my opinions; I don't hear his. We both record our own and put them out. All right. So uh, the one thing that really that really got to me in this episode. Was the fact that Sylvie did not enchant uh, Renslayer? She didn't enchant her. She didn't enchant Mobius to let him know where he came from. I just feel like why would you not enchant every person at the TVA to let them know that they're, you know, that that they're being controlled, that their whole lives have been a lie? That it was it was just weird to me because you know Renslayer seems to be want you know she really wants to keep this thing up. Uh, in the comic books, this could be a possible spoiler for the show and for the for the MCU. Uh, so if you don't want that, then just don't listen to this next ten seconds. But in the comic books, Renslayer Slayer is together with Kang the Conqueror, uh, who I believe is like a, um the master of time or something like that. Uh, he he uses time travel a lot. Uh, you know, I haven't I haven't uh, read anything with him in it, but, you know, I know some, you know, I know the lore and I've seen a couple uh, Avengers TV shows like cartoons with with Kang in it. So most likely we're going to see that the TVA has something to do with Kang. Like, that's what this has all been about. Uh, so, um, so, yeah, it would make sense that Renslayer doesn't turn her back on the TVA once she finds out that everything is, quote unquote, a lie. Uh, I just, whatever, you know. I guess it would have been too convenient to just enchant everybody. You could have said, "Oh well, maybe Sylvie doesn't have the, you know, doesn't doesn't have the power to enchant, uh, enchant anybody." But we see that, you know, given a little bit, she's able to enchant uh, an an entire uh, Galactus, uh, or as he's called in this episode, Eliath, the uh, the all-eating cloud. Um, I gave him that name, or I gave it that name. Uh, so, uh, one thing I thought was super cool was that kid Loki killed Thor. I'd like to think that that was the variant. Remember in Ragnarok when Thor tells the story about when Loki turned into a snake and then he went, ah, and it was me, Loki, and then he stabbed him. I think that maybe he just stabbed a little bit too close to the heart and got his brother this time and it was like, oh shit. Uh, so I thought that, I thought that's, that's my headcanon. That kid Loki accidentally killed his own brother while playing a prank on him. Um, you know, I, uh, I, I, so my theory was that at, at, in the first episode, my theory was that Loki was going to find a way out of the Thanos situation. And I guess it turns out that he has, that canonically, Loki was supposed to conjure up such a, such a, such a real version of himself uh, such a, you know, such a convincing version that Thanos thinks he killed the actual Loki. And of course, you know, Loki sneaks out pretending to be a piece of garbage and, you know, and, and floats in space alone for the rest of time. So apparently that was supposed to happen. So I think that, that, uh, that that's what we're going to see. Uh, we're going to see that Loki actually did make mainstream Loki and the MCU actually made it out of Endgame. Okay. So, uh, so, so we'll see that. Uh, by the way, I want to talk a little bit about these, um, these different Loki's. We have Richard E. Grant as classic Loki, or as I'm calling him in this episode, old Loki. Uh, and I guess we might even say the superior Loki in a, in a way. Uh, but I, I I thought he killed it, and for somebody who's wearing the classic Loki costume from the comic books, I took him so seriously, like he really. Really brought it! What an amazing talent! Uh, we have Jack Veal as Kid Loki. Um, what have I seen Jack Veal in? Oh, he was in End of the Effing World 2. Okay, so I'm not sure that I've I've actually seen him in anything, but uh, but I th- I, th- I thought I thought he was great. He was very fun. And of course, we have boastful Loki, who is the one who had Mjolnir or a version of it made with uh, you know, made with the train uh, the train tracks, uh, you know, the rail. Uh, I, um, he, apparently he got the, the infinity stones, which would be a wild story, but also maybe he lied about his story. That's, that's very possible too. Uh, boastful Loki is, uh, played by, uh, Diobia O'Pere, and, uh, apologies if I mispronounced it. Uh, but yeah, I, um, I, wait, who played alligator Loki? Come on, get it together. Wow. They didn't even—they didn't even give Alligator Loki a credit. It's a rough world, uh, but yeah, I, I had a lot of fun with them, and it was—you know—it was just cool to see this—you know—this alternate world, and, you know, into the void where everything goes after it's pruned, uh, that it's pretty much the end of all time, and within this end of all time, seemed to be an almost infinite. Uh, number of Loki variants. As Mobius says, you throw a rock around here, you hit a Loki. And it's cool because we see that there are so many Lokis who actually haven't realized uh, their their faults or their shortcomings and that they are all about betraying each other all the time and that's all the Lokis do. And there's really only a select few who, you know, as, as young Loki likes to put it, or kid Loki, he says, you know, every time we try to change ourselves, you know, the TVA steps in and, and sentences us to die. And uh, and yeah, we see that that there are only a few Lokis here who have actually taken steps to change themselves. And this is one of the themes I really love about this show. And it's the idea of not just having self acceptance, but also being able to critique yourself and being able to realize your shortcomings and being able to become a better person in spite of them. And that's that's what this whole show is about. And I really I really love that. You know, I love this idea that you know we see we see uh, you know our main character Loki, our variant Loki. You know, he he's actually pretty fed up with all of the other Lokis. He's like, oh, you guys are monsters, he he says. Uh, And then those are those are pretty much the good ones, except for boastful Loki who tried to betray them. Uh, But, you know, it turns out that the only one he really likes is the one who never got to be a Loki. Sylvie. Sylvie was the one who never got to live her life and 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 be corrupted and become the goddess of mischief. She had her life taken from her. And I think, you know, Loki sees a version of himself that, wow, what happens when you dedicate yourself to a cause? What happens when we really do uh, show that we are survivors? And this is another great theme of it, too, a theme that I, 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 uh, I related to very closely. You know, he says, we're Lokis, we're survivors. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, they don't really have the time to, to not be survivors or make a plan or anything it's not until uh, Sylvie finally decides to prune herself in order to escape the TVA and find Loki that, that they do have a plan. Because, you know, if there's anyone who can do it, it's her. She is the exception to the Loki rule. And, you know, she, she's the one who hatches the plan to to enchant Elioth. I am going to say that old Loki, or classic Loki as it as it may be called is the version that, that, that like, that's where all Loki's lives are supposed to end, I think. You know, I think they, you know, they, they save their brother's life, and they mislead Thanos, and then they end up alone on a planet for the rest of their lives. So, yeah, just like the last episode where Loki says, I deserve to be alone, you know, we see that that's kind of his destiny. It's Loki's destiny to be alone. But even then... Once that older Loki decided to step off that planet and change things, that's when the TVA stepped in. You know, any time they tried to be human or try to be a different person, the TVA steps in to stop them. You know, it's 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 almost like a you know a Sisyphus allegory. There there really is no point in trying to change because even if you do, all the work you've done is for naught because they're going to they're going to prevent you from changing. They're going to put you into a void where all of your effort means nothing and that you've, you know, you can't, what, what world are you going to change if you're in the void? Uh, so wow, that's based on all my notes. I only really took two notes, but, but yeah, I was, I was all on board with this, uh, with this finale at the end. We, you know, we see that, uh, that, uh, I mean, it was a little weird, the setup for it. For some reason, Loki and Sylvie were outside that, that, you know, that little fire area where, uh, Mobius and the other Lokis were chilling and catching up and, uh, you know, once again, that was probably the COVID of it all. Uh, but you know, I I got over it. Seeing just they, like I said, they had the Loki battle royale where they're all going after each other and all trying to betray each other. You know, which I thought was really fun. I uh, I do I do like the moments between Loki and Sylvie. But once again, like this was probably filmed the same day they 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 shot the last one on Lamentis. It's just the two of them sitting in front of a green screen and talking again, wearing the exact same clothing. Uh, so. I I mean, t- t- I don't know. Take with that. Take from that what you will. I guess it's just it's just a little weird to me. I don't know why she wasn't making the plan with them inside beforehand. Uh, but yeah, so Mobius gets to go back to the TVA, and they're going to distract Elioth, and it doesn't seem to be working until Classic Loki conjures Asgard, his home, their home, and Elioth goes goes after it. And uh, he ends up, ultimately, his glorious purpose is to risk his own life, is to give his life. So that way, other versions of himself can thrive. And really, what is, what is self-improvement? What is, what is becoming a better person? What is that journey if not letting your older self die? So that way, the newer you can be born to be able to give up and this is from Eric Thomas the hip hop preacher you can find him on YouTube he does a lot of motivational speaking to be able at any moment to sacrifice who you are for what you will become i think that's super powerful uh, I, I don't i you know it was powerful you know i don't know how loki was able to all of a sudden learn uh younger loki was able to all of a sudden learn how to uh how to how to enchant? Um, because Sylvie was just like, of course you know how to do it. We're the same, even though she doesn't know how to do a bunch of the stuff he knows how to do. Who knows? It'll be cool to see Loki using more magic and and fewer daggers in the future. Uh, we'll also uh, we'll also see him use the flame tongue dagger, as it's called in uh, Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition. Uh, that 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 his kid self gave to him. So uh, you know, it kind of upsets me how he still just decides to wear slacks and a and a, and a collared shirt. As his costume, like even when he has the, you know, the the scabbard for his dagger, he just grows that on top of every, like he conjures it on top of everything else. I don't know. Give yourself like some Asgardian clothes, bro. Like you're you're Loki, you know. But uh, but whatever, you know. Costume design is what it is. Who knows what the reasons are behind the scenes that they don't have him be a Loki. Uh, but yeah. So um, you know, Sylvie hatches this plan to be able to enchant Elioth and be able to find, you know, find uh. F- you know, find find a way out of there, out of the void. And that's pretty much where it ends in this, you know, this climax where all of Alioth turns green with low key energy. And they, you know, they make their way to what looks like this portal into some sort of uh some uh, it looks like a mansion of some sort. Who knows? We're going to we're going to see what happens. Next episode is the last one of the season. It's only a six episode season uh, or series rather. Right. Mini series, if you want to call it that. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna see where that ends up. I'm I'm looking forward to it. You know, it's getting weird a little bit. It's getting wild. Some parts are, you know, a little more uh, more convincing than others. <laughs> uh, some are a little more organic than others. Uh, but overall, you know, uh, just just for just for Sylvie's story and what it means, what it represents, at least the way I see it. As as an allegory for uh, self help, self improvement, as an allegory for uh, being LGBTQIA plus, and and being told that you don't belong, and uh, and trying to find some purpose in spite of that, I think that that that's a very powerful a very powerful thing to put in here, you know. So so we'll see how the finale goes. Maybe Ty and I will review it and do a full episode on it. Who knows? I believe this Friday we are going to be reviewing Invincible. Robert Kirkman, Ryan Otley, Corey Walker, Invincible. Uh, on But we're going to be most likely reviewing this, the, the show on Amazon Prime. So if you haven't read the comic books, don't worry about that. And with that being said, I'm going to kick it on over to Ty.
1: Hey, this is Ty from the put pop Podcast reviewing Loki Episode 5, Journey Into Mystery. Uh, so this is the second to last episode of the season, and we get some pretty l- big moments in the story. Um, we get a little bit more character development, uh, but we still don't have a whole lot of answers. So um, we we find out that uh, when you get pruned, right, you wind up at the uh, this this strange planet, the uh, at the end of time, the end of the world, where. This giant monster, uh, this, like, smoke monster for my Lost fans out there. uh, Aelith, uh will come and, and devour you and destroy you whole. And we see him throughout this episode destroy battleships and uh, different beings uh, of all size and scale. And he's uh, pretty powerful. Um, our Loki that we've been following gets rescued by, you know, the Loki group that of uh, a loki alligator old man loki a child loki uh, and i'm not sure what the other loki is this uh like barbarian looking guy um and we we basically uh find out that all these loki's have been sent here and they've been surviving by hiding from Aelith. Uh we get some really funny moments um, where a bunch of other loki's come to discover them and uh, it turns out that one of the Lokis betrayed them, as Lokis tend to do. Uh, we get some funny gags. We get kind of a, a little bit of an awkward scene as our Loki is escaping from them all. Um, and he gets out with Alligator Loki, Old Man Loki, and the child Loki. Uh, the four of them escape, and they uh, decide to work together to uh, to kill Iolith and, and figure out a way off this planet um, and get some answers about the TVA. Uh, we also see that... Uh, Renslayer and Sylvie have a moment together where it seems like they're going to work side by side, but then of course Sylvie is betrayed. Um, We still don't know a whole lot about Renslayer, but we know that... um she uh, is not obviously an ally. She's not going to help uh, Sylvie out. So, in order to get away from her, Sylvie prunes herself and, and goes to find uh, Loki and figure out uh, you know what the truth behind the TVA. Uh, and she runs into no no none other than Mobius, who is still alive here as well. Um, he rescues her. And uh, eventually um, they meet up with our loki and his his band of fellow Lokis. So uh our lokis plan is to kill Eoleth. Sylvie wants to enchant it. Uh, and Sylvie seems to be the, the more intelligent one time and time again, which comes up with better plans. Uh, our loki kind of seems a little uh, out of his league in a lot of these instances. Um, we get a really tender moment between the two of them. So they're really full on going into this romance where uh our loki puts a Puts a blanket over the two of them and they get closer and closer and uh, they have great chemistry So as weird as it might be for him to hook up with an alternate universe Loki Uh, they definitely have great chemistry and seem to have real feelings for each other and seem genuinely happy to be with one another. So Uh, we get some great stuff there, uh Loki gets a, a final goodbye with Mobius, which was very touching and nice to see. As you know, I think a lot of people enjoyed his character and were kind of bummed with how they thought he had uh, been killed in the previous episode. Um, and we get this moment where they decide to confront Eolif and and uh, see what's beyond beyond him, Find, you know get past the curtain and see what the truth is of the TVA. Um, and Uh, Loki has this another moment where he's going to be the hero of the story and he's going to distract Aelith so uh, it can be enchanted by Sylvie and he tries to do this and is totally ignored and not given the big heroic moment that he was expecting or hoping for Uh, and it is actually old man Loki who comes through to save the day Uh, he creates this gigantic illusion um, and turns out he is very 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 powerful and and you know the the little bit we learned about his past he's a pretty interesting character uh having survived endgame by pretending to be killed by thanos and going off in the hiding for the remainder of his days until he missed his brother so much that he decided to leave the planet and that's when the tva took him uh so he uses his power one last time um and as he's you know he successfully is able to distract Aelith and he is destroyed by it uh he screams glorious purpose and i thought that was a great moment you know uh loki did have a purpose and he was a hero in the end um he was not the villain that he's so often made out to be and i thought it was a really great ending uh and one we would hope um you know away our all our loki's would would get their end by by being the hero of the story and i think he really won the hearts of viewers i know he did mine i thought he was a cool character um and our loki makes a comment about wow i guess we're you know we're I think we're a lot stronger than we realize. And it's a it's a very enlightening moment for him and Sylvie to see just what kind of power they could eventually wield um, and how heroic of an ending they could have. Uh, and so uh, you know, Sylvie starts to enchant Aelith, but she can't do it alone, so she asks Loki to help her, and he says he doesn't know how, and she says he does. And they they hold hands and together they're able to successfully do this. Which opens up a uh, a portal to, uh, or not a portal, but opens you know through the smoke to where some answers will hopefully be into uh, into a new area that has been previously hidden. And you know, as we head into the final episode, I expect we'll get a lot of answers here. Um, So that should be pretty intriguing. Uh, Yeah, you know, overall, I I thought it was a pretty fun episode. I thought it was pretty epic towards the end. Some really Large-scale moments. The production value is incredible on this show. Uh, it looks great. It looks just like any MCU film. Um, I really enjoyed the older Loki, and I really liked Alligator Loki. I thought he was pretty funny, um, and he uh, he was an interesting version to to throw in here. Kind of reminds you of uh, you know spider Pig from Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, so really, yeah, some very fun moments here. You know, I wish we got a little bit more uh answers towards towards the story here we didn't get to pursue it as much as i I was hoping but uh again some really cool moments and i'm sure we're gonna get a lot of answers in the next episode uh you know some really great performances again from all these different characters you know this this older loki really uh sold us on a man who had you know just finally decided he missed his family so much that he came out of hiding and decides to end uh with this this big moment um so some cool cool stuff here And I think uh, I'm pretty excited for the next episode, and I'm sure you all are as well. So uh, that's what I got for this week. And, uh, you know, we'll obviously be back to review the last episode. I believe we're going to do a full review instead of one of these mini reviews. Discuss the series and the ending as a whole. So stay tuned for that. Uh, Again, this has been Ty for the Pop podcast, and we'll see you next week.
0: Wow, Ty, what amazing opinions you shared regarding that episode. I totally listened to all of them before recording this moment in the podcast. Uh, If y'all enjoyed that, please stay tuned for our review, which we will do together. One may call it a maxi review of uh, Loki season finale, episode six. And we'll also be reviewing the season as a whole together, just to kind of reminisce on it and what we thought about it. And I will also have Black Widow coming up. Timeline, not looking great, folks, Uh, but... We're looking to release some content regardless, and thank you so much for being with us and listening. Uh, If you want to rate and review us, you can do so on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. You can find us on YouTube, on Twitter at Pod, Instagram at Podcast. As always, you can email us at politipopcast at gmail.com. We have show notes and sources available at politipoppodcast.wordpress.com, and also I'm putting them into the episode descriptions nowadays as well. Uh, And special thanks to all of you sexy listeners out there and to Antonia Hava for logo design. We'll see you next week.